Hello everyone and welcome to Ghost Turd Stories. I'm your host, Troy Gent. Ghost Turd Stories' mission is using humorous stories from veterans and first responders to reduce the burden of families with veteran or first responder committed suicide. Ghost Turd Stories' vision is to use humor from veteran and first responder stories to prevent suicide within our ranks and reduce the burden of families whose veteran or first responder committed suicide. We hoped to attract veterans and first responders as well as those interested in knowing more about what it's like to be in our shoes while we wear or wore those shoes. This is Troy Jint, your host and the creator of Ghost Turd Stories. Today I've got a special guest. His name is Chris Coates. I served with him in 3-7 India Company from 1998 to about 2000. Chris, it's good to talk to you again, as always. You too. What's your history with the military? Where and where did you serve? I served on 3-7 from 96 to 2000. And then I, um, after I got out of the Corps, I went to college in Rexburg, Idaho, and I joined a little uh, artillery unit. It's 148th FA. It's part of the 116th Brigade Combat Combat Team. And it was just a, it was just a 155 howitzer, tracked howitzer. Just so everybody understands, when I say 37 and Chris says 37, it's Third Battalion, Seventh Marines. Uh, sorry, it's Third Battalion, Seventh Marine Regiment of the First Marine Division. What uh, in, in your training? What was the dumbest thing you ever did while serving? Well, there's there's plenty of them, and all of them were the results of drinking. That was my that was the top dumbest thing I did was drinking. I gotten an altercation with my platoon sergeant, or you were there as well as our platoon sergeant, and I got a NJP out of that deal, and that was. Probably the worst thing I did when I was in the Corps. It hurt me on getting um, promoted to sergeant and amongst other things. So You made it to corporal before you got out? Yeah, I was a, I was a corporal, and then I, I was eligible for sergeant, and I got in trouble with that. And then I, at the tail end, I, was, I had to score for sergeant again, but I didn't really pursue it because I was getting out. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I remember one time you're talking about drinking. Someone told me I was in the barracks and they told me, Hey, Coates, Coates is down at the, at the uh, bowling alley and he won't listen to anybody. He's been drinking. Will you go, will you go down there and see if you can calm him down a little bit? Cause you and I are both Mormons and, uh, we both, we're Jack Mormons at different times in our in our lives, or at least weren't living the standards of uh, what the church encourages us to live. So I go down there, and you were being uh, a little bit difficult, I guess I should say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Hey," I was like, "Chris, you got to calm down. You're going to get in trouble." And uh, you were you started pushing on me. He's like, come on, man. I'm going to fight you. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to fight you. 
You're like, I want to fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? I don't remember the actual altercation, but I remember that you were telling me about it. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of those, but the example you set for everybody was amazing. As far as the not drinking and not doing a lot of dumb stuff that we did. I really appreciated that. All the, you know, that really planted a good seed in, in me and others, you know. There's been this thought reverberating in my mind that even in the times when I've been a little less devoted to the standards of a Christian lifestyle, I've never I've never abandoned my desire to want to uh, continue to go to church and uh, pay my tithing. And I haven't been pretty far from perfect many times, but I've, I've always kept going to church and I've always kept trying to stay close to that. And I, I'm really uh, grateful that I could be in positions, I guess, that I could set a decent example for people. So well, I appreciate that. I think at the bowling alley, I, I tried for a couple minutes, and after I realized that you were just going to keep being a punk, I I said, I'm out of here, man. And I went back to the barracks or something. <laughs> so what's the dumbest thing you ever saw someone else do? Well, there's a, there's a few of those I'll touch quickly on. There's this kid. He's always doing kind of stupid stuff, but he we were breaching – uh, doors with the 12 gauge, you know, doing it live and doing some room clearing and stuff. He was up and he shot the mechanism on the door and his barrel flew off and hit the door. <laughs> I was like, what the freak just happened? <laughs> Cause I mean, we all stopped and we, we stopped the whole thing. It was like, what the frick are you doing? So his, so the round went off, but it just shot the barrel off at the same time? Yeah, the barrel came off with it. But it was just like, how on the freak do you do that? Or how? Do... But I guess he was cleaning that, and he didn't tighten that nut on all the way on the end. And it. Uh... But the same kid, he ran into stuff like that all the time. <laughs> it just drove me crazy. But we were doing combatives, and we were doing boxing. And he had this kid that I couldn't stand either. I, I and I wanted him to actually do good against this kid because I couldn't stand the kid. But he he punched when he punched he it's like he slapped with a boxing glove, slapped like a girl, you know. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that in my life. But he had smacked the kid with like he with an opened boxing glove and smacked him like a girl. And I'm like, wow, this is gonna be bad. So this other kid just welling on him. And I'm like, you need to stop. You're going to get hurt. You need to stop. Just just cut, let's call it a day. But everybody else was cheering it on and getting it hyped up. And that kid, uh, this kid I'm talking about, he walked right into a really hard punch. And it, it just smashed his nose. Like uh, he, he actually picked this piece of blood out of his nose. And as a long piece of cartilage came out, I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, you should have listened when I told you to freaking stop. But was this in the Marines or the National Guard? This was National Guard. And it was during just training? Yeah, that was in uh, 
Fort Bliss, Texas. There was a kid, we drove in Iraq, and he just randomly took out his 9 millimeter and started shooting into a flock of sheep. And I was like, what the heck are you doing? What was he doing? I don't know. He just... He didn't get... Uh, did he get in trouble for that, or...? From me, he did, but I didn't write him up or anything. But I was, oh, I was, okay. I was, I was pissed at him, you know. Just yeah, I just, I, I just got. I was one of the team chiefs, and I yelled at him. But everybody else, you know, thought it was funny. I guess. The uh, the shotgun situation was that in the National Guard? Yeah, yeah, same kid that I that got his nose smashed. Okay, did that too. <laughs> oh yeah. I've been using Isogenics since 2017. These products have made a world of difference in my quality of life, health, energy, muscle definition, strength, and endurance. My bread and butter products have been the daily essential multivitamins with Isogenesis, which is a telomere support supplement, the Isolane meal replacement shake, the Tri-Release protein shake, the collagen, the green drink, and the Cleanse for Life support system. However, Isogenics has many products and can cater to your unique lifestyle and goals. Click the link in the show notes or visit nmp.isogenics.com. That's nmp.isagenix.com to find out more. Besides just using the products, there is an option to partner with me and the company to build your own business with no capital up front. You can do as little as pay for your products and as much as making a full-time income. I love these products and will use them the rest of my life. You can also message me if you have any questions. Did you ever see anyone throw up, mess their pants while running in the formation or during a fitness test? I know I, I've, I know I've seen people puke their guts out, mostly probably because of drinking on either the, either the long hikes or some of the fitness tests I've, I've seen. Do you remember that run we did in Guam, down to, well, everybody went out drinking the night before, even. Even the platoon commander, and then he took us on a run, and we ran about seven miles down to that beach. Were you on that one? You were on that one. I believe so. Is that when everybody's dehydrated? and? Yeah. Let's see. We had a, a broken ankle, I think. I think uh, several people puked. And then <laughs> there was one Marine with us that he he managed to save – save his bowels till the bathroom to the, on the beach, but there was no toilet paper in the bathroom. Oh, wow. And he came out of the bathroom without a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the platoon commander and platoon sergeant were like, where's your shirt at? He's like, I didn't have any toilet paper, so I had to use my shirt. <laughs> Jeez. I remember him taking us on all sorts of excursions, so. Yeah, yeah, he took us on all kinds. Everybody felt sorry for third platoon because he was always thrashing us for doing something. Yeah, do you remember 
we had one of the guys because I was I came in two years after you, so I was your actually your subordinate. But the fact that we were both Mormons made a we made a connection, and you know after work after work hours we were more friends than anything else. But anyway, there was uh, just not mentioning any names here on purpose, but one of the boots. Like I was a boot too at the time. It was our first deployment to Okinawa, but they told him to get out there and call formation. And he gets up there, and of course our our lieutenant's this recon guy, so he's like this this hardened guy that's had special forces uh, special forces experience and stuff. And so that's why everybody felt sorry for us. But anyway, he gets out there, he starts calling formation. He says. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Who's that boot with a golden bar? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was a good one. He trashed us for that. Oh, man. I know. I remember sprinting past him one time in a platoon run, me and Banda. I can't remember if we got in trouble for that or yelled at or something. I can't remember. Did you ever see anyone sneak contraband or ban stuff and get caught and made an example of? I remember the whole Marine base getting shut down for a frag grenade that got taken from out in the field. It was miss, came up missing. And um, they shut the whole Marine base down for that. And then it ended up on the uh, the pool table in the duty NCO hut there. <laughs> that was a pretty funny deal. Thank you for listening. Please tell your friends and family so that we can bring more joy and awareness to those struggling with suicide ideation and the families who desperately need help after the loss of someone they love to suicide.